Welcome to the Ask Philip podcast. Today, along with guest John Thurman, Philip talks about using life insurance to pay taxes on retirement accounts at death. Having life insurance gives you the ability to spend your money guilt-free because it guarantees an inheritance to your children and grandchildren and using life insurance to pay long-term care expenses. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. Weekly, I'm recording advanced planning ideas with my advanced planning idea episode sponsors, John Thurman, CEO of Access Financial, and Allison Rife Martin, CEO of Rife Martin CPAs. We're going to talk about uh, advanced financial planning ideas that we see our financially successful clients use to grow and protect your wealth. Tune in weekly. On the episode, you'll see it'll be titled Advanced Planning, so you know which episodes are the advanced planning episodes. Uh, If you have any specific thoughts, questions, or ideas you you want brought up on the Advanced Planning Ideas episodes, feel free to tweet me at ask underscore Philip or reach out to any of my guests. They'll put their information in each episode for more questions and more thoughts and things that you want to share on, on the episodes. Enjoy your day. Alrighty, it is August 17th. Back with a, another advanced planning idea episode. Today, John is back. John Thurman, Access Financial. And we're talking more about life insurance. What up, John? Morning, how are you? I am doing well, doing well. Hey, a side note, I'm, I'm, every, every time we get to like the school year, I always start um, like fiending for the fall weather, you know, like right. it's always so hot. And I just love <laughs> when I'm able to bring out my sweaters. I know we're like two months away, but I'm ready. <laughs> I hear you. I think everybody's ready for the summer to be over. Luckily, it's been not too terrible here the last couple of days. Yeah, yeah. We, no, we better not speak too soon. As you know, how know. Text the weather does. It just, it'll all of a sudden say, oh, oh, you thought it was done? Uh-huh. Here's 100 degrees for you. Yeah, here's yeah, here's 130 degrees for the first time <laughs> ever. But uh, so so we, we we were talking before about you know um, let me give the audience context. So this financial planning idea is something that I do in combination with insurance specialists, specifically like John, where when I'm building a plan for for clients, we'll um, we'll say okay, we need to make sure you one day have enough money to work if you want to, not because you have to, and then not run out of money. And so in the plan, we'll, we'll build a plan to where you're highly certain to not run out of money, not at 87, not at 72, mm-hmm. not at 120, right? So we want to make sure that you're, 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 you have a secure, solid plan that you, that you can feel comfortable, um, that you'll be fine, you know, as long as you live. Now, the other part of that is if, you, if you're successful in building that plan, it means you're going to die with money. Because if because in order to make the plan highly probable that you won't run out of money, we have to make sure that you eventually die with money, and and then and, and that's where a lot of plans will cut off the thinking. You know, a lot of planners will say, "Okay, cool, like we got you to have enough money, cool, 
but there's a there's problems that are built up for the next generation that a life insurance agent uh, can can help solve. Specifically, John is here to talk about the solutions for um, problems that are created at the end of the plan. So, so John, let's talk about you know at the end of a plan, you know the kids are inheriting this estate. What's what's a big problem that 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 comes up that life insurance is able to help help solve for the kids? Yeah, I think a lot of times people, you know, feel like, oh, well, I'm not ultra high net worth. You know, I don't have a hundred million dollars that I'm, you know, wor- worried about passing on to a kid, and so they think I'm not worried about inheritance tax. But um, one thing that people tend to forget about is that there is a taxable event whenever you pass away and you have a 401k or an IRA, and so. If you have that large amount, of, let's say you had you know two hundred thousand dollars or half a million dollars in this IRA, and you had had the intentions of passing that on to your kid, um, you know you're obviously trying to spend down your money in other ways, and um, and you have this large amount, then you can buy life insurance to offset the taxable event whenever you do pass away. You know, so for example, and it's pretty easy. It's it's just a you know a simple calculation of you know, how much uh, you're going to owe on that. I think, you know, what is that, you know, 40 to 50%, you know, in most cases that you're going to owe on an IRA. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Cause you, cause you can take all the income in one year, right? So it'll be your income plus, <laughs> plus that big lump sum. Right. Right. Hot bucket. Yeah. So if you've got this, you know, large amount of, uh, you know, this taxable event and you're able to buy life insurance, it's the math's pretty simple on it of what you'll need to pay the taxes on that, um, basically to make your your plan whole again of what you're planning on leaving and passing to your kids. Um, I would say that's probably the biggest thing that we run into for, you know, normal like the rest of us folks that are not ultra, ultra high net worth. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other thing that I think we see, which is common is that, you know, I'll talk to Aunt Betty and she's got uh, $200,000 that she's planning on leaving to her kids. And um, she's, she's living this super modest life and she's maybe not doing some of the things she wants to do. And so, um, you know, you can buy life insurance to give to your kids so that they have this guaranteed $200,000 that comes to them tax-free. And then she's able to live on that, you know, maybe just spend it down or enjoy life a little bit more, you know, in these final years. And I think that there's twofold. One is I think that happens, you know, that they, they have this ideal plan of what they want, what they want to give to them. The other thing that happens is they have unforeseen expenses. You know, they have something happen right at the end in the last three or four years of their life, they end up spending it down because of a long-term care need or something that um, is a lot more expensive from the medical side. And so if you have something happen that's unforeseen in those final years that you can end up wiping out a lot of money. And I think, you know, when people have worked hard their whole life to save up a nest egg that they, they want to leave a bit of a legacy and they, you know, they want to take care of their kids or leave it to their kids. And so having life insurance definitely satisfies that need that, that they're guaranteed to leave them something um, they can spend it down if they choose, or if they get into a pinch and something happens where they have to spend the money, you know, out of their choice, I guess you'd say that they've got something to back up that, you know, they've got extra money come to their kids right at the end. And I think most of it, you know, is if you were to go, if you were to be you know, in a car wreck and you died instantly, then you don't have to really think about it. But a lot of times we talk to folks about how 
you often are alive for six months or a year knowing that you're going to pass away. And I think it's that, that time before death that people stress the most, you know, and Mm -hmm. maybe not as big a deal for, you know, someone that's leaving money to their kids more just as a legacy. And it's, it's not life or death. Obviously if you're a younger couple and you go through something that's drawn out and you're leaving a spouse with, you know, three young kids, that's a whole different level of stress of needing to provide for them. But I think it's also, you know, just a pride thing for when you talk to the older generation that that they have something to leave to their kids that are leaving somewhat of a legacy, whether that's kids or, you know, I say kids, a lot of times people completely skip their kids and just go straight mm-hmm. to giving it to their grandkids because they love right. their grandkids even more. So, and, and, you know, and this is something that, and you probably are the same way, man. I, I remember when I first, you know, started doing financial planning, I would listen to some people that were our age that would say, hey, I'm I'm worried about spending all the money for me. I'm not really worried about my kids and my grandkids, right? And then and then you grow up and your kids get older and then you realize, I'm never going to stop worrying about my kids. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so if, I, if, I, if I'm worried about my kids, I'm definitely going to worry about my grandkids. And it's natural because basically like that's, that's your DNA. That's the extension of you, right? right. And, and in some form, we live forever through through the the continuing passing of our DNA, uh, right? And, and and so you know, I can I can definitely see being seventy one. I mean, I mean, and I not even I can see like I, I have clients like you were saying that that won't spend uh, their money in retirement because they're worried about their kids or grandkids mm-hmm. when they're gone. Mm-hmm. And so no, that's. That's yeah. 100% spot on. Well, and you, you know, I feel like a lot, oftentimes they live a less than ideal retirement because they're, they don't want to spend down all their money. Um, and so, you know, and I, not that, I mean, obviously I guess that's noble. That's, that's sweet of them, <laughs> but I think, you know, even talking to the kids, you know, the kids, I think the parent, it's such a big deal to the parents that when you talk to the kids, they say, oh, well, you know, that would be nice, but they don't really need it. And so I, I feel like the parents sometimes get more hung up on it than, than there really is even a need. And then they're living this modest life or not, you know, maybe not buying a new car because when they really need it, because their car is unreliable or whatever, because they don't want to spend out of that nest egg that they're planning to leave to their kids. And so, yeah, I feel like life insurance is just a vehicle to you know, satisfy that need, but, and yet allow them to have other options. And I talked a little bit about, you know, having, having a situation where you needed, you know, assisted living or home health care, having to go in a facility. And um, there obviously is the option to buy a standalone long-term care policy. But what some people don't know is that you can buy a life insurance policy that would satisfy passing on wealth, but that you could also by what's called a long-term care rider, where you basically add the ability to use that life insurance policy um, for long-term care expenses. So typically the way that it's structured is you, you know, let's say for easy math, you had a hundred thousand dollars, you can access um, almost all of the policy while you're still living. If you're not able to perform two activities of daily living. So if you're having issues or you need some type of assistance, home health care, or you're actually going into um, an assisted living facility or nursing home that you can pull part of that money, that life insurance money out and use it as a long-term care benefit. And I often joke about how it's, you know, it's win-win because you're either going to pass away or you're going to use it, you know, while you're living. But the reality is you're either going to be in a long-term care facility, have assisted living or some type of, um, you know, home health care, or you're going to pass away at one point. So 
it is win-win whether that's to you or whether that's to your beneficiary. And so um, that is nice that you can kind of kill two birds with one stone. I think, you know, a lot of people don't think about long-term care until they've actually had a family member or friend or somebody, you know, close that they've seen the expense involved with it. But um, that is one way that you can uh, satisfy two of those potential needs in the future. Yep. I like to, it it hits my philosophy, you know, plan, plan as a pessimist and then live like an optimist. (laughs) Smart. Yeah. Like a pessimist, live like an optimist. Well, no, I appreciate these ideas. They are always insightful and helpful. Glad we're doing this weekly because this this is just stuff that, I mean, I think I, think I said on one episode before, we can do like 1,000 of these, uh, you know, ideas and still not scratch the surface on on um, planning around life insurance. So, um, so thanks right. for sharing. Let everybody know if they yeah. have any questions or thoughts or, you know, ideas they want to uh, learn more about. What's the best way for them to reach you? Yeah, uh, my email is my first name, J-O-N, at AxisFin, is short for Axis Financial. It's A-X-I-S-F-I-N.com, john at AxisFin.com. The office line is 817-618-3369. Awesome. Thanks, John. Hey, I appreciate you having me. If you are interested in having a review of your portfolio or to see how far on track you are with your retirement goals, Philip offers complimentary consults through his company, Stonehill Wealth Management. For more information, log on to StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. That's StonehillWealthManagement.com forward slash talk. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.